this is the type of thing that proves that fantasy football is really changing the way that people are buying and selling football cards right now. Welcome everybody to Slab Stocks Weekly Football Show, a new segment that we are starting up right in time for football to be starting tonight on Thursday, uh, September 10th. I am your host, Nate, and we are here with Aaron to talk about the top five cards that are trending up right now as the season is starting. Uh, Aaron, thank you for joining. Um, welcome. Welcome to being the first guest on your very own podcast that you uh, own. Uh, uh, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How about you? Excited for some football, though. I am very excited for football. We got Texans Chiefs tonight, right? Got my J.J. Watchers on. Ooh, there we go. There we go. Uh, J.J. Watt is a Wisconsin boy, born and raised in Pewaukee, which is about 25 minutes west of Milwaukee. Um, So uh, always nice to see him doing well. Um, All right, Aaron, let's jump right in. We promised him the top five cards that are trending up right now as the season is starting. So let's get in. Where do you want to start? Yeah, these this is not necessarily like by ROI the top five of any cards out there in the football market. This is just five trending cards that are I think are key indicators of how the football football market is changing and evolving um, as we see it today. So the first card that we have is the 2019 Kyler Murray Prism Silver Short Print Rookie PSA 10. Uh, this card was released in 2019 Prism. The silvers were short printed. Uh, we, we will get into a discussion about that later. But this card was selling for $2,325 on July 29th, and now it's going for over $5,000 in auction. That's over 100% ROI. Uh, there's so much money that's been made on Kyler Murray cards, especially this one in the past month alone, not even the last like 12 months from when Prism came out, more like eight to nine. Um, but there's 88 PSA 10s out of a total of 200 graded. So very rare, very hard to grade, very scarce. Um, this card is just a huge card right now in the football card market. He was the number one rookie from last year's class uh, by you know how people are spending their money in the card market. Also, one rookie of the year. Uh, I'm correct in that, right? He won rookie of the year? Correct. And right. he also got DeAndre Hopkins Yes, um, on his team now, who just also signed a two-year extension worth $48 million guaranteed, something like that, um, which is a, a big deal for for DeAndre and a big deal for Kyler because people are very excited uh, about watching Kyler actually throw to a dominant, dominant wide receiver, uh, top three wide receiver in the NFL, most likely. Um, so pretty yeah, exciting. I agree. Yeah. And there's just so much excitement around this young Cardinals team and how they're progressing and what is to come for them. Uh, we'll see this year if, you know, if they get some more wins and if Hopkins is a huge, huge uh, piece for them, which I'm sure he will be just got paid the most money outside the quarterback position. Uh, ever in NFL history. So they're really banking on that. And all that they gave up was really David Johnson and I think a first round pick second, or some some other second. second round pick. Yeah. Yeah. So Kyler um, Murray going up huge, not just the prism. It's also the select, the prism base, the optic, really any Kyler Murray you could have had in the yeah, last three select, months has been going up. Like field level silvers. Uh, I've been following them this entire time and they've just been steadily rising. They're up to uh, 1200 now. It'll be interesting to see what happens with the, you know, the the hype around a young quarterback with a new star wide receiver um, and a team that's uh, going heading the right direction is exactly what the Browns did last year. And yet the Browns underperformed drastically. A lot of that had to do with Freddie Kitchens and his lack of uh, 
understanding advanced stats, but uh, we'll see what the uh, the uh, Cardinals do here. Obviously, um, who's what's their coach's name? Why can't I think of him? Texas Bruce Tech, Arians. No, no, no. Bruce Arians. Oh. Is, uh, oh shoot, Cliff Kingsbury. Yes, Kingsbury. Thank you. I have a terrible time with names. Uh, Kingsbury is a significantly better coach than Freddie Kitchens, so uh, they at least have that going for them. Yeah, for sure. All right, Aaron. Moving on to – we got number two here, and this is probably one of the most hyped NFC teams coming into this season. We have the quarterback from the Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott, 2016 Prism Silver Rookie PSA 10. I say silver. It's really the base from 2016. We can talk and explain through that after we get through these uh, top five trending cards. But Dak Prescott was going for $600 on August 2nd uh, via auction and buy it now. And now his last auction sold for $1,220 on September 6th. Uh, There was a $1,515, $1,515 sale on September 7th. It was a Probstein sale. So it it was $300 over what the last comps were that same day. So who knows if that's $1,500 for real or not. But we'll just call it $1,250 for now. Uh, definitely a huge increase in the last month. If we're looking at the PSA 10 population report, we have 838 10s of 1,020 graded. So this is a very high gem uh, percent rate for a, a modern card, I'd say. I, that's you know a little bit over 80% comparing to the Kyler, which is under 50, and the 2018 Prism cards, which are really tough grades. We're not going to talk about Lamar Jackson in this video because everyone knows he's one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. Of course, his cards are going up in value. But that his prison based rookie card is a PSA 10 gem percent of like 19%. Posted about yesterday on Instagram. Uh, Mahomes is like 28%. So Dak Prescott, compared to those two guys, this is a really high gem rate card. Uh, not much scarcity when it comes to the PSA 10s versus a guy like Lamar and Patrick Mahomes. Uh, but still, this card is, is exploding. There's so much hype around the Cowboys right now. I just see post after post about how bad the NFC East is, how many weapons Dak Prescott ha- has with Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, CeeDee Lamb, like, of course, Ezekiel Elliott at the running back spot. Uh, but lots going on here. Nate, what are your thoughts on the Cowboys going into this season? Um, obviously, Amari Cooper looked like he was kind of dead in the water in Oakland, goes to ca- the Cowboys, revitalizes his career. He's a true number one wide receiver. Uh, you got Michael Gallup, who was up and coming the last couple of years. He looks really good. A very nice compliment. And then you add one of the top wide receivers in the draft, which was a very a very deep draft. So this isn't like one of the top wide receivers in a draft where most of them wouldn't be first-round picks in a year. There was multiple really, 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 really good wide receivers, and C.D. Lamb was one of the best. And you add him as his, the third wide receiver. That is really exciting. Um, to go along with a good quarterback in Dak and a good running back in Zeke Elliott, along with a good offensive line, I don't see why the Cowboys aren't going to be just putting up monster numbers on offense. We'll see how their defense does, but offensively, which is what sells uh, in the card world, um, they should be the cream of the crop. Yeah, for sure. So we'll see how many points they put up every Sunday. It should be probably pretty insane. Uh, Dak Prescott, just got paid or is waiting for his huge contract. I, I keep on messing up these contract situations. Um, I know that he was requesting for like 40 mil. Um, unfortunately, I do not remember. Somebody's yeah. probably like, you idiots. Uh, I, I do not remember if Dak Prescott, you know, Kenny Clark got a contract extension. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins got a contract extension. Um, 
Aaron Jones is talking about getting a contract extension. You know, various huge, huge money plays out there, but I do not remember if Dak got a contract. Well, Patrick the Long thing about Dak good. was they they kept on going back and forth with Dak of like thirty five million or forty million. I can't remember if he settled for thirty five or if he's. Yeah, I don't think he did either. I thought I thought he was playing for a contract this season, huge one. So we'll see. Um, moving on, and this is going to be a change of gears. We are delving into the running back and wide receiver world right now, and we will have an at length discussion after these top five cards about strategy now with fans or with football cards. Uh, Saquon Barkley, 2018 Prism based rookie, PSA 10, to uh, 185 dollars on August 2nd. Now it's going for 450 dollars on September 8th. That is far more than double the price in the span of a month and a week. 605 PSA 10s out there out of 1,000 total graded. So this is more of a 60% gem rate card versus the deck, which is over 80. Um, it is the 2018 prison based rookie. We are seeing a really big shift in tide here going into this NFL season uh, with people starting to focus on running backs and wide receivers. I really feel like it has to do with daily fantasy sports. It has to do with people getting into their fantasy league, seeing different rankings out there um, with, you know, Saquon in the top three. And then you go, scroll down and then you see, oh, Lamar Jackson and Mahomes, they're in the 25 to 30 range and all that stuff. And I think we're seeing a big and also another proponent would be people trying to find cards that are undervalued, trying to find stuff that it hasn't been focused on and buying it up like crazy. And that's what I think is happening here. Uh, Nate, let's just take a break here and let's just talk about this whole fantasy football rankings thing and and what we're seeing with the card market changing. And we'll have more examples uh, in this video to further explain that and to compare to quarterbacks. Yeah. So obviously, you know this, and most people that are probably listening know this, but if you're new, right, it's been for the longest time is quarterbacks above everything else and occasionally a pop-up running back um, that's doing really well, right? Uh, if you've got a stud running back that comes out of nowhere and rushes for 2,000 yards, shout out Chris Johnson, people are going to be spending a ton of money on him because they're really excited. And then they're going to be losing a ton of money uh, when inevitably he can't keep up that pace. Um, so it is it is wild, Aaron. I, I think it's wild anyways how you watch and you see for however many years, you know, football market's been going strong in quarterbacks is that really last year was the first time where like Christian McCaffrey was going strong and all of a sudden his prices rose. But you didn't really see that before that point. Yeah, I mean, we would see the week-to-week Dalvin Cook rushes for 150 yards, two touchdowns. We'd see them go up a bit in price, but then in the next week to two, we'd see it settle just as fast. I remember Kareem Hunt, his rookie year, his cards were flying on eBay, and, and he didn't even have Prism or Optic or any of those cards at the time. It was like certified sticker patch autographs are going crazy. So you do get that you know, pop-up, like you were saying, running back, wide receiver that goes up in price for a week or two. Then they have a bad game, and then it goes back down in price. People just move on to the next shiny object. When with quarterbacks, they have long, consistent careers and are always in the spotlight, are always making their teams win. And there's always just so much going on with quarterbacks, and people's consumer confidence is so much higher in those players that they would really hold up over time versus running backs and wide receivers. You would even see the best wide receivers in the game. Their cards just so cheap compared to quarterbacks. Uh, it's 100% changed now, and these next three examples – are just going to further show, you know. One second, Aaron. Yep. A point on that is that um, I think people aren't really paying attention to the fact the uh, length of career. So if you're investing in a quarterback who is 23, you probably have another 15 years uh, where you could hold on to that card and that price might keep going up. 
if you invest in a court in a running back who's 23, you realistically have five years. Um, you look at Le'Veon Bell, he was 28 and he's been going downhill for the last couple of years. Um, you look at, you know, a decent number of other running backs, unless you're like, uh, uh, Frank Gore, who will continue to run forever. Um, Adrian Peterson, who's been doing decently, but just got released by the Redskins. Uh, you know, running back careers do not last into the thirties and wide receiver careers do not last past like early thirties. Generally, you know, 32, uh, 33 maybe is generally the top end of the range for really good wide receivers before they become kind of has-beens. Uh, unless you're, uh, Larry Fitzgerald who continues to impress. Um, and he had to move into the slot to continue his career. So, People are looking at these guys, but, you know, if it's a short-term flip, sure, running backs, wide receivers. But if you're going long-term, it's just, for me, it's just way too big of a risk. And it's not even, yes, short-term flips can work, but now the issue is is we're seeing these running backs and wide receivers get priced so high that even if there is a short-term flip, like who wants to short-term flip something that's $400 versus something that's like 30 bucks in the past made sense. Uh, now yep. it's you know a huge risk, and we'll see this as we talk through these next players. And honestly, like as we've talked about in so many videos, trends change all the time. Nate and I don't make the trends; we just observe them and give our thoughts on them. But this is clearly a new trend here, where we have fantasy football rankings directly affecting how sports cards uh, are being bought and sold in the football marketplace. And we don't know how long this is going to last. It could last for four or five seasons. If Zeke Elliott's a top three running back for the next four seasons, who knows what the card price will be? You know, right now it's 450. Maybe it's 1200 by next year. We don't know. But we're just talking about what we've seen in the past, how much risk there comes with it. There's a big worry, I think. I'm especially viewing the NBA playoffs when someone gets eliminated or they play poorly and their cards drop a ton. I think there's a big worry if your running back gets hurt and is out four weeks. We might be looking at fifty percent losses. Yeah, yeah, and, I mean, I, and running back position, one bad hit, you know, uh, yeah. more so than almost any other position. Running backs get hit the most, and uh, one bad hit, and you are, you know, you're losing so much value on your card. Uh, you mentioned uh, fantasy football rankings as a driving factor, um, but also it should just—I feel like it should just be dumbed down less than that to just fantasy football. Mm-hmm. is the factor in that people are drafting their teams and like, oh, this is sweet. You know, maybe you play for money. Maybe you don't. Maybe you're playing daily fantasy. Maybe you aren't. It uh, doesn't matter. You you know, most people for the last 25 years or so have really enjoyed fantasy football. I know I do. Um, shout out to my winning Dynasty League team over Aaron's. Uh, Aaron's team is trash. My team is great. It's so good, in fact, that he has not opened up the league this year. He refuses to. He's quitting on the league. <laughs> because my team is too good. Um, But fantasy football is great. A much more enjoyable way, I don't know if it's a more intense way to enjoy fantasy football is by like, hey, you know, I drafted Lamar Jackson and Alvin Kamara on my team. Well, what if I buy a Lamar Jackson? What if I buy an Alvin Kamara? And then if they do well, not only does my fantasy football team do well, but also I make money. Yeah. And also a huge driving factor. The the I think the bigger thing that we're seeing here is with with the football card market is you can choose and this is kind of like daily fantasy sports but you can choose week to week do I want to be invested in this guy do I not want to be invested in him 
you're in a fantasy football league with your friends, you got those guys for the whole season. Um, you can make decisions to cut early. You can make decisions to take uh, profit early. There's a lot of different ways you can do it. And that really quick uh, thing here about just even football cards over the last five, 10 years, and now this year going forward, the reason why we're going to see such a volatile market is because of there's 16 games. Of course, there's playoffs. 16 games, one one week at a time. Um, you will see huge rises because of that. You will see huge falls because of that. It's just going to be like this all season. Yeah. Just a um, I mean, Mahomes got hurt last year. His stuff dropped. He then won the Super Bowl. His stuff exploded. Many people came into, mark, into the card market. Now it's 4X what it was after the Super well, Bowl. But then it dropped after the Super Bowl. Well, right. And then it exploded. And then it rose so, again because yeah. offseason. Yeah. So lots of interesting things there. But let's get on to the, the fourth card here. So we have yeah, Michael yeah, Thomas. Yeah. Michael Thomas, 2016 Prism Silver Rookie PSA 10. This one was $440 on August 3rd, and now it's $860 as of September 6th on auction. Uh, another huge pop for a guy that is right at the top of the rankings, number one ranked wide receiver on ESPN uh, for fantasy football. And there's only 195 PSA 10s out there out of 310 total graded cards. So I think a lot of what we're seeing with this Michael Thomas is low pop, low supply. No one had their Michael Thomases ready to be graded because they were like a $50 card last year. Um, and now we're seeing, I'm sure, a slew of Michael Thomas is being sent to PSA. And now there's a very few amount in the market to be traded. And those prices are really high right now because of that. And I have, with, I have, a, I have a hot take on Michael Thomas. Sure thing. I don't know if he's actually that good. <laughs> you know, a yeah, lot of people consider him to be the number one wide receiver. But is that just because he's got Drew Brees as his quarterback and Drew Brees throws him the ball all the time? You get a lot of uh, – no, this is a I very think... hot take. This is a very hot take. Uh, but I just feel like if he was on another team, if you took out Michael Thomas and put in Devontae Adams, or you took out Devontae Adams um, or Michael Thomas and put in Kenny Galladay, or you took out uh, Michael Thomas and put in Amari Cooper, or you know, so on and so forth down the line of any star wide receiver with Drew Brees force-feeding his main guy the ball, I think we would look at all of these guys and be like, oh, man. They're the best wide receiver in football. It's fair enough. So that's fine, man. It's fair enough. I mean, I feel like that's always how wide receivers are. You got your cluster of five guys that could be interchanged and they could all be the best. This is like, it's like the NBA where, you know, you say, oh, he's a top five wide receiver, whereas the top, or he's a top five NBA player, when in fact the top five in the NBA goes like seven deep, eight deep. Top yeah. five wide receiver goes, you know, eight deep, whatever it is. Uh, because on any given day, you know, any of those guys can blow up. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to just read it off of numbers or off of talent. It's kind of a combination of both. Yeah, and, and a, a, you know, opportunity. I mean, Kenny Galladay plays on an atrocious Lions team. Matthew Stafford's pretty good, but he's injured a lot, and yet Kenny Galladay keeps putting up numbers. What happens if right. he goes with a really good quarterback? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Moving on, Christian McCaffrey, 2017 Prism Silver Rookie PSA 10. Nate mentioned it earlier in the video. Uh, this is one of the first running back cards that really started to pop hard. On August 2nd, it was $525 on auction, and now it's $720 on auction. There's 605 PSA 10s out of 963 total graded. So we are seeing a pretty much mirror of a pop report between the 2018 Saquon Barkley and the 2017 Christian McCaffrey. And I want to talk about this really quick before we talk about McCaffrey. Um, the 2016 and 2017 
Prism base cards for football rookies is in, or they are silvers. They look like the silver refractor from Prism. They say Prism on the label, the PSA label, and they're called that. However, those are base cards. There was no base card that has no effect to it, like where it just looks like a silver card. I say silver, now everyone's getting confused, but just looks like a base card. Um, there were none of those. The silvers were the base card that goes for Mahomes, that goes for Watson, that goes for McCaffrey, Ezekiel Elliott, Carson Wentz, Dak Prescott. If you see a silver or a prism of those guys, it's the base card. For 2018 and 2019, for Baker Mayfield, Saquon, Sam Darnold, Kyler Murray and Drew Locke and all those guys, their base cards were actually base cards like you see in the basketball card market. They also had silvers like the very first Kyler we covered in this video that were short printed. And there's only 80 PSA 10s, 88 PSA 10s of the Kyler Murray silver card. And those are huge value, just massive. So if we look at the pop reports and compare the 2016 and 2017 Prism Silver Rookie PSA 10s to the 2018 and 2019 Base Rookie PSA 10s, we are looking at a very, very similar thing here. Saquon Barkley, 605 PSA 10s out of 1,020 graded for his base. Christian McCaffrey, 605 PSA 10s of 963 graded uh, cards for his Prism Silver or what we're calling now the base. So... Know that if you're buying Prism cards in the marketplace and you're looking at 2016 and 2017, and you're also looking at 2018 and 2019, the silvers in both of the sets are not the same. And you need to understand that because I don't want you to go and pay for is a thousand plus dollars for Ezekiel Elliott PSA 10 silver because you see that the Saquon Barkley silver PSA 10 is selling for $1,500. Uh, we can compare the base cards of the two. Uh, which the silver Zika Elliott selling for 450, the Saquon selling for 430 right now. So very comparable card, and the pop reports are comparable too. So it's a really great thing to know as a football investor or a market observer to understand the different types of levels in the football card marketplace. A super important topic that just to make sure everyone knows. Um, Nate, back to Christian McCaffrey. Any thoughts on McCaffrey going into the season? Do you think he's going to be the number one scoring fantasy player again? Do you think he's going to have all the eyes on him for the running back position? Um, always tough to uh, – when you have a historic season like he did last year, where it was, what, 1,000 yards rushing, 1,000 yards receiving, a bajillion touchdowns, um, that's hard to replicate. Just like it's hard to replicate you know, a 50-home run season, um, it's hard to be the best team in – uh, you know, hard to replicate a 60-win season in uh, basketball back-to-back -back years type of thing. Um, when you have a great year, it's hard to hard to do that again. Uh, they'll be keying in on him. They should have been keying in on him last year, and it didn't matter. So it might not matter this year. Um, he didn't have a good quarterback last year. This year he has Teddy Bridgewater, uh, which should be a boost. Um, but I'm just not willing to bet that he does the same as he did last year because that is just – impossibly hard to do he was so 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 good um mm -hmm. so we'll see there aaron i have a bit of a question for you yeah would you spend 700 plus dollars on christian mccaffrey or 800 plus on michael thomas if you could choose one if i was choosing one i think i'd have to go mccaffrey i feel like he just does more for the team he always has the ball in his hands either if it's rushing or receiving um, and with Teddy Bridgewater coming in at quarterback, I think it'll be a new exciting duo we could see versus Michael Thomas. I think that 
like Nate said, he's either going to dominate again or he could be seen as some guy that can be replaced by another top wide receiver. Not to say that Michael Thomas is replaceable, but just that you can inter- interchange them. You don't get me wrong. Michael Thomas yeah. is really good. I'm not trying to say he's not really good. I'm just saying a lot of these top wide receivers are people are like, oh, he's clearly the number one wide receiver. Well, if you took him out and put in so-and-so wide receiver, I bet they do the same production with Drew Brees. Now that's yeah. impossible to prove, and that's a kind of a bad argument because anytime you use an impossible to prove argument, it is a bad argument, and a lot of people do it for a lot of stuff. Um, so that's just my little hot take. Don't take it well, for anything. Let, let me explain one step further why I picked McCaffrey, and it's looking at the population report. Yes, there's more graded of McCaffrey right now, so it might not spike as hard if he has a huge game with 605 PSA 10s, but the Michael Thomas only has 195 PSA 10s. Those things are definitely ingrating right now. I do not know if they'll be done by the end of the football season, middle of the football season, whatever. But there is not that many more McCaffreys in the marketplace in general, not talking about PSA 10s, non-graded nines, all that stuff, than the Thomas. I think the Thomas is boosted by a low pop report. And I think as time goes on, that will level itself out. And I'd rather have the McCaffrey uh, for that reason. I will agree with you there. I would rather have McCaffrey too. And I accept all, all right. of your explanations so that I don't have to use any explanations besides the fact that it's just a gut feeling. Yeah, good good deal. To end this video, I want to look at one card that has not moved an inch, if that at all, uh, in, over the last month. And we're looking at the Deshaun Watson 2017 Prism Silver Rookie PSA 10. That card was going for $800 on August 2nd, and now it's going for $830. So it is plus $30. Um, but as we know, eBay listings, they sell differently so often that you know plus or minus 25 is pretty much the same thing. And with Deshaun Watson, we've seen it go up 30 bucks, but we look at Saquon, Ezekiel Elliott, Michael Thomas, Christian McCaffrey, Julio Jones, DeAndre Hopkins, and all these guys are doubling over the last month. I cannot begin to understand in my mind how I could spend $800 on Michael Thomas over Deshaun Watson. I mean, Deshaun yeah. Watson, like, uh, like we, we still don't know if Deshaun Watson will be able to lead the Texans to any super huge playoff success. They just trade away DeAndre Hopkins. It seems like they're a little bit mismanaged. Um, but what we do know is that Deshaun Watson is one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL today. I can say that I feel like with good confidence. Uh, Nate, would you agree with that? I would agree with that. Uh, there, There's – it takes a special type of quarterback where you lose a top wide receiver and you're still not you like you're worried because obviously you lose a top three receiver, you lose a top three wide receiver, but you're not like overly worried because it's just Sean Watson. He's really good. If Aaron Rodgers loses uh, Devontae Adams or not this version of Dev- Aaron Rodgers, but like five years ago, Dev- Aaron Rodgers, if he loses like Devontae Adams, you're not overly worried because he's amazing. If Patrick Mahomes loses Tyreek Hill, you're not overly worried because he's amazing. Uh, same thing with Deshaun Watson. Yeah. And and I just think that if I had $800 to spend today and I was looking at the football car market, uh, I don't know if I'd go anywhere anywhere in the running back or wide receiver position over a guy like Deshaun Watson or taking $1,200 and spending on Russell Wilson uh, 2012 Topps Chrome PSA 10. Those are up huge, by the way. Uh, we posted about that on Instagram. I'll show the graph here. They're probably even selling over $1,200 with the last week of price trends. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, I, it just, this is the type of thing that proves that fantasy football is really changing the way that people are buying and selling football cards right now. And I don't know how long it lasts, 
you know, we get into the season and some of those guys just don't have awesome games at the wide receiver running back position. Deshaun Watson posts three straight, three touchdown, 350-yard games. We're probably seeing a shift in the in how the market reacts to that. But that can be said for and any we'll, performance. We'll, we'll likely see a shift uh, if there's guys that have never invested in before, but then all of a sudden invested in, I don't know, Dalvin Cook, right? Um, or David Johnson, you know, somebody like that, yeah. uh, where, and they don't come out hot. And all of a sudden they're looking at their cards. They spent 50, 60, 70, 80 bucks on, and now they're worth 30, 20 bucks. They're going to panic probably. And they're going to probably be, be like, ah, this wasn't for me and get out of the game. The way, um, the way I see it is that buyers of running backs and wide receivers over the last six months have made bank. If I, if it was me, I would sell 80% of it right now going into the season and take that guaranteed profit and go buy your, if you're a huge football fan, go buy your Mahomes, your Watsons, your even high-end Brady's and whatnot, and shift that profit into stuff that you know you can sustain going forward. Um, and are even of quarterbacks that are going to be, you know, Hall of Famers. So yeah. I can't if, can, if you're not a huge football fan but have that money, go shift into basketball because that starts January. Yeah. And you know? if you if you have that profit, sit here over the over the next week, two weeks, three weeks, see how the basketball market reacts to these players that are eliminated already, like Devin Booker. $850 PSA 10s when they were $1,300, $1,400, $1,500 when he was playing. Uh, you yep. can definitely find many guys like Booker going over the next three weeks. And then obviously we're going to see – I have a feeling we're going to see what happened when COVID hit with the basketball card market. goes down, hits this little low point, and then boom, starts to go back up. And I think that the same thing is going to happen here with the season coming, the new season, 2020-2021 uh, season ahead of us. I'd agree. Awesome. Well, Nate, that's all I got for you. I think that we hit on all of our topics we wanted to, and I think we we did a good job of uh, making it concise too. Yeah, yeah. I had a very good time. Learned a lot of things about the card market that I did not know about football. I mean, I track a lot of football, but it's mostly quarterbacks. Um, so there's a lot about wide receivers and stuff that I did not know that I've learned today. Um, I hope everyone that's watching this learned a bit of something too. Um, if you are watching this, this is our new football show. doesn't have a name yet. I will be hosting it every week on thursdays every thursday aaron uh well yes around thursdays we'll check around in on that thursday. schedule yeah um and so we will have a guest on every week i personally i like football i like talking about football but i don't know football as much as i know baseball right um and for most i i will throw this out there if you are listening to somebody and they talk about every sport like they know what they're talking about I guarantee you they don't know what they're talking about. Um, most people only have enough brain capacity to hold like one sport, know one sport really well. So if you get those guys out there that are like, oh, this is what you got to do in football, and oh, this is what you got to do in baseball, and oh, this is what you got to do in basketball, and oh, this is what you got to do in soccer, and oh, this is what you got to do in hockey, I would not listen to that guy. <laughs> so I don't want to be that guy. Um, I know baseball really, 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 really well. I enjoy football like most people enjoy football. I enjoy talking about football and I enjoy talking about base basketball like most people enjoy it. But I'm not going to sit here and pretend to be an expert. So what we're doing is we're getting people on. We get people like Aaron who really know the cards really well and we can talk about the cards. And then I can interject with a little bit of football knowledge that I have. Where we're like, hey, what about this? You know, that. Ask questions. But we'll be getting some football experts on to uh, – 
talk through the hobby with you guys, and I will just be the moderator, so to speak. Very so similar. Yeah. Very, very, very similar to what I do with the slab uh, with the slab sucks FC soccer. Bring on a guest each week to to get their knowledge base. And with that being said. You guys see his handle right there on the screen at Slabstocks. Nate, shoot him a DM if you are a football card expert, football card sport expert, and you you know are out there looking to share your voice. Uh, DM Nate, and we can see if we can make it happen. Yeah. So thank you everyone for listening to our football preview. Um, maybe in the future we will actually have a name for this uh, football series. Uh, not yet, but uh, we'll try to come up with one and. Uh, I hope everyone has a good uh, Thursday night football tonight, Texans Chiefs, and everyone has a good opening weekend of football this weekend. Uh, Go Packers.